Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the f***? the this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Man, I'm living the dream. Look at me, man. I Look at that. Look at my forehead. No fucking sweat. I'm in a room with air conditioning like a fucking grown-up. Oh, nice. Good work. I'm not. Must be nice. La-di-da. Well, you're in Sydney. Who gives a fuck? Just open the window and get some breeze down there in your bayside home. Yeah, I would, but um, there's a street just outside here. There's a bit of hooning going on, and we'll get some, uh, some motorbike come past or something. So Hooning? Can't, because I'm a professional podcaster. Hooning where you live? Is it a matte black Range Rover? There's no fucking hoons where you live. Oh, uh, there's the odd motorbike, but no, it's not. It's not fucking Werribee, mate. But uh, you do get some, uh, like housewives in uh, four-wheel drive Audis, forgetting that they're inside something that can go fast <laughs> and just going for it. Late for yoga, off they go. Man, I'm so I'm so excited. I'm out of the fucking hot box. The air conditioner died last week, and uh, Brisbane had, I think, three days in a row, around about 35 with the 1,000% humidity, and um, yeah. just a wife and child and I sweating our fucking di- dicks, tits, vages, everything. It was a fucking <laughs> taints, assholes. It was a sweaty mess. Your baby vag, yeah. <laughs> baby dick and balls, he was having a rough time. Oh, yeah. Um, but now they're back in Melbourne. And I'm staying in Brizzy for an extra week in another place. The aircon is on minus seven. I've got it on Arctic chill. Excellent. Do you leave it on when you're out? Yeah. Yeah. Room rate's the same. When I hired the apartment, it didn't say it went up or down depending on the aircon costs. So, Yeah, sure, man. Climate's not going to fucking change itself. Certainly not. And I don't want to throw the scientists off because we didn't have aircon for a few days. I've got to make sure I pump enough CO2 out in these days to make up, you know, I don't want there to be any discrepancy in the stats. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing worse than coming home to a place that's a few degrees too hot, like a hotel room. Oof. I can make it a biodome. Yuck. <laughs> Control it. <laughs> the uh, I, uh, I plugged in the for Falcon this week. Oh, yeah? For um, JFL Opera House series, no less. Monday night on 10. Yeah. Well, it's over on the internet now on their after, after play, whatever they fucking have. 10 play. If you missed it on Monday night on 10 play, if you can figure out that disaster, you can watch Heggie and myself 
live from the Sydney Opera House when people's elbows could touch other people's elbows in a room. Oh, yeah, pretty good. I, people did watch it way more than the uh, 10 fucking what shake, 10 shake one from a few weeks ago, I can tell. Cause, 10 shake was a new channel. Yeah, I know. So no one watched that. Yeah. And uh, this week I could tell people watched it. A few complaints rolled in. Got a couple of complaints rolling in before the thing even fucking went to air. Incredible. So timely reminder for anyone listening to this, Podcast fans, as a general rule, they don't like stand-up. Not that any, I don't know if any of you are complaining. I don't care, but particularly mine. So just just stay away from stand-up. Stick to your bedrooms and those worlds will never have to collide. Stand-up yeah. can be big boy shit sometimes, so stay at the kids' table. Yeah. Better that way. Yeah. I mean, not that not that a kids' table exists anymore. Is this a message from the one Luke Heggie who's currently podcasting from his bedroom? <laughs> That's not by, not by choice. I'd be outside <laughs> if I could, but there'd be complaints about the noise. There'd be some bitrate problem outside or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, leave me alone. Um, but, yeah, stand up. I mean, I thought I thought when we came back from coronavirus, everyone would be like, oh, fucking cool. You can say what you want. Quite the opposite. Really? Yeah. I thought crowds have been pretty great. Have they forgotten how lucky they are again? Yeah, I think so. Like, well, I don't know. I've been going to a few rooms where I'm the oldest by at least double uh, to the next oldest comedian and audience member. And it's I had a couple of walkouts. Yeah. Um, last week over fuck all. Just mis- got misconstrued. Out they go. Started yelling at me, and then left. Oh, you had a yeller. Yeah, had a yeller. Yeah, quite angry. Asked me if I was serious, that sort of thing. I'm like, well, mm. no, nah, it's a fucking comedy show. But. <laughs> In this instance, yeah, sort of. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck the rest of the show in their defence. They achieved their goal of doing that. Yeah. But um, just completely misunderstood, heard a word, away they go. Wow. They've changed everything. The world's perfect now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, it's insane, isn't it? Well, thankfully, I'm not Triple M's Nick Cody, so no one knows who I am. So they didn't go home to their blog and quote my name. <laughs> I'm just some prick on stage, so it's fine. <laughs> how is uh, how is the Falcon going, by the way? Well, I've been watching an average about 10 minutes a week for that. Fine. Perfect. But um, I didn't do the weight test yet. Well, you, you know, you stand on the scales like you do with your dog. Yeah. You stand on with the dog and then put the dog down. I'm going to do it with the Falcon. I don't think it'll register that I'm any different. Yeah. Man, it's – um, do you, yeah, do you reckon – what did they say the soul weighs? 21 grams or something? Yeah, it'd be something like that. Hummingbird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, mate, uh, I, we've been getting a lot of messages on the Instagram at Midflight Brawl and uh, even a few emails. People are saying that us constantly mentioning for Falcon seems to fuck their cookies and now they're getting ads for for Falcons. Oh, great. Well, maybe for Falcons just making some moves in the market. Yeah. That's happening anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> I got a, I got a photo from a friend of the show, Pete Broadway, saying he saw a for falcon in the wild. He's down at JB or something. Sent a uh, <laughs> sent a photo of a for falcon. Yeah, they're at, they're at JB. Um, apparently, they're on sale. I got an email purely like JB Hi-Fi normally sends you the email with the whole catalogue. Yeah, attached this one purely for falcon. The whole email was plugging for falcon. Great. So fuck, they've done well. <laughs> anyway. Um, how come, how come you got yourself a week alone? What's happened? Well, we're all going to head back at the same time. I've got two weeks of radio 
left before the break starts because normally we finish later in the year but uh, coronavirus fucked all the radio survey breaks and stuff. I don't know how it works. All I know is I finish earlier this year and that's great. Um, but uh, my wife and son, we're going to head to my in-laws place. We, we got married like an hour out of Melbourne when we got home anyway. So I was just going to be sitting in Melbourne scratching my balls and I thought it would be much nicer to do the radio show um, in the actual room with everybody else because, as you know, doing these things down the line, not fun. And I don't want to do an extra 20 hours a week of Zoom-related comedy. Oh, yeah. It's making me feel sick. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, doing fucking radio at 5.30 in the morning on Zoom, I just want to put your head through a window. So I yeah. thought, fuck yeah, that. sure. Give me some air con. I'll stick around. Yeah, right. Oh, good on you. Good for you. Having uh, afternoon naps on your own, that sort of thing. Man, I'm, I'm living the dream, but I'm, I was overwhelmed with choice yesterday. I feel like red. From um, Shawshank Redemption, the old bloke. Is it Red? You see the old bloke that gets out? Morgan Freeman. No, oh, is Morgan Freeman Red? Uh, Who's the bloke that ends up hanging himself? Spoiler alert. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it might be Red. I don't know. Yeah. yeah he said, like, the. Yeah, I know the one. World moves too fast for him. Brooks. His name's Brooks. Brooks, that's right. Brooks. Brooks was here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like Brooks. I dropped him off at the airport yesterday and driving away from the airport, I was like, I could go anywhere and do anything. No, I didn't. I just came to the apartment and had a nap. Went and carved your name into a beam. <laughs> had a good think. I wouldn't do it. It's a newish apartment building. I reckon the beams would break yeah. if I try to hang myself here. <laughs> <laughs> that must happen a bit, you know, people feeling a bit down about their weight. Nothing to, nothing to really ram the point home, would it, than just splitting <laughs> the, a noose. The, oh, fuck. <laughs> Too fat to neck myself. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That is grim. It's a bad time. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably when gluttony, that exact moment, when someone first did that, gluttony became an act of bravery, which it now is. Yeah. Should we get started? Let's fucking do it. Episode 36, it's a big one, and it involves a very, very annoying person. Oh, yeah. We've got to. Um, Airport. We're heading. We're going to shift our focus this week over to the jewel of the east coast of Australia, Byron Bay. And uh, hasn't Byron Bay styled itself as a mecca oh. for fuckwits? Only took one generation to go from smelly, hairy opt outers to a fucking punchline. Byron Bay, just just full of fucking Instagram grifters and profiteering crystal peddlers. Yeah, what I don't get is that uh, I think when that bubble opened up and people from Sydney and Brisbane could meet in Byron Bay, there was a woman on the news saying, it just feels like Bondi. Everyone from Bondi's here, it's great. Uh, Like, why didn't you just fucking stay in Bondi? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when people go to Bali and just go to the Aussie bar in Cooter. You go, man, you could have had this shit beer at home. Oh, it's gross. Byron's extra special. A lot of varieties of expensive soap have been invented up there. You won't spot a cake of imperial leather. (laughs) <laughs> in a Byron Bay shower recess. No way. It's all made out of rare botanicals and goat jism and shit now. That's what they do. And they take that to the world and everyone buys it. That I hate. I hate with a passion markets. Like organic markets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So because markets, yeah. much like uh, Instagram influencers, they're all the same. Like every market's hack. It's just the same shit. Absolutely. Yeah. It's fucking soaps and candles and... Um, over filtered pictures of sunsets at another place. And oh, 
you know, grim, the sh- shittest donuts you've ever had. Yeah. Who fucking cares? I hate them. Yeah, it's pretty foul. Like like a like breadboards and jars of chutney. Every fucking market's got that. Yeah. It's grim. Um, well, well, we're in Byron, of course, and local celebrity and one of Byron Bay's many mummy bloggers is uh, the main protagonist for today's episode. I'm all for mothers. Wouldn't be here without one. But um, to get around like you've pioneered the concept is a bit of a fucking stretch for mine. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a, a Vanity Fair article I sent you a few months ago that um, oh yeah, the journalist is the best. She hates them so much, but was very controlled. In her article, oh, it's great. It's really, it's very well worth a read. This is all about that. Yeah, it's all the same. I'll ch- I'll chuck it up. I'll chuck it up on the Insta stories. Um, she's just constantly taking pot shots at these Insta mums. By any time she men- it mentions them, puts their followers after it. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. <laughs> this particular one, her name is Ruby Tuesday, and her, oh, no. her and her mummy blogger cohorts pioneering motherhood there. She uh she did share a few of her skinny secrets. Did you find that? Oh, certainly did. If you want to know how you get skinny, yeah. Um, the reason I was so small before before having kids, two reasons. Number one, I did a lot of cocaine, like a lot. So basically, I just smoked cigarettes, had long blacks, and did coke, and then in between had the tapas. Like my life. That's good. Yes. How good. Just if you missed <laughs> Smoked cigarettes, had long blacks and did coke and then in between had the tapas. Woo! I dress myself in cashmere. Woo! 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 What a legend. Yeah, it's fucking great. There's one stage of that video where she said, holy shit, I had a big night and I'm pregnant. Is my baby going to be okay? That's what she came to the realisation of at one stage. Maybe it scared her sober for a little while. I don't know. Hey, Ruby Tuesday, by the way, isn't that a restaurant? Ruby Tuesday, it's a it's a fucking Rolling Stones song. Yeah, it's a massive Rolling Stones song, but there's also, I believe there's a restaurant, like an American-themed restaurant. Oh, probably, like a Hard Rock, ca- hard rock Cafe. Yeah. Her name's Ruby, Ruby Tuesday Matthews is her full name. Okay. But, uh, we'll just go by Ruby Tuesday. I feel like I'm quite familiar with her after watching all her videos. Um, I wonder if any of that shit that she just did, just talked about as part of the fit as Fit AZFK six-week challenge she's been spruiking on the oh. internet, inspiring women to get some more happiness TM in their lives. I was always told you simply can't put a price on happiness. Yes, you can, mum, $149.99, afterpay available. So have that. That's what lay is called now. It's fucking afterpay. That's weird, 150 bucks, the exact price of half a bag. Yeah. <laughs> Gets two people on, hot diggity. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that's a standard. It's three hundred. It's a standard basket of goods bag price. Yeah, it? that's what I've heard. It's um, you know what else is uh is is also included on her Instagram description is exactly what her job is: single mama, M U double M A. Ugh, pretty cool. And uh, did you happen to clock her kids' names? No. Ah, let me tell you. I'm sure it'll be good. It it is. It's very good. Hold on. Let me get the ding ready. Yeah, there's only two of them, but uh, ding away. Rocket and Mars. Rocket. 
Wow. Rocket and Mars. Ah, yeah. God willing, Rocket and Mars don't develop any problems beyond what they will already have to face once they hit Montessori. (laughs) I must say, I'm already thinking about uh, where my kid goes to school and he only just turned two. And you do want to have a look at all the options, but some of them, come on. Oh, yeah, fuck. You don't want to have a look at all the options is basically that. I understand that there are some outdated ways to learn, but fuck me. Oh, yeah. There are some that are too over the top the other way. Yeah, let's get some five-year-olds having a roundtable discussion. Don't think so. <laughs> um, she goes on, Ruby Tuesday goes on to state that uh, – the most, and this, you know, that's the most common question for obstetricians because everyone fucking does it. I can't speak for everyone else, but my missus wasn't snorting baggies pregnant. But um, she has said in the past, though, that to maintain a 54 kg frame, she fed herself a lot of cocaine, like she said, they're fags and black coffee. Another option. What's she supposed to do? Get a job? Fuck off. She's a single mama to Rocket and Mars. So what a, what a fucking time to be alive, though. For me, this is a bit of a don't meet your hero situation. <laughs> And um, there's no conceivable way I would ever meet someone like this. You probably will. You'll be co-hosting a seafood cooking show with her next year probably. <laughs> In a blazer. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's what I'll hear. They'll put the beige blazer on me and then I'll just hear, Rocket, Mars, come here quickly. Yeah. <laughs> meet the co-host. I'll go, oh, here we go. I've got me yeah, again. G'day, boys. Tricked me. Oh, gross. They told me this was going to be a Bill Burr-style fucking teardown. Yeah. Videos. Turns out you're on a riverbank somewhere pulling a freshwater barra out and straight onto the f- hot plate. Freshest in Australia, giving a wink straight down the barrel. Now, I, I, these are the things that scare me the most in life, that I could ever end up in one of those situations. Am I more likely to do a celebrity cooking show first or write a kid's book, Heggy? Oh, fuck, touch and go. I, Oh, man, that's a really, really good question. Mm. Um, if you... Of those two things, if they were in a would you rather, what would you do? What What would you rather do? Fucking not exist. <laughs> like I just, I can't, you know, I know it's a cop out when you've got a would you rather, you've got to pick one and have a reason, but fuck me. That is, yeah. I'd take the punishment for not picking one. So grim. That it, the, the punishment's hosting a clip show. Oh, actually, okay. I'd, I'd do the kids book then and just make it really short and fail and it wouldn't get, uh, wouldn't get published. What, like the other ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Short and shit house. Yeah, have you read any of them? No. The celebrity kids' books? Fuck it. I don't hell. read books written by fucking celebrities who aren't authors. Yeah. No. Fuck that. No, we've had some uh we've had some sent to us. Um oh, of course oh. you have. Yeah. Damien Powers got a great bit on him. Yeah, I've heard it. It's excellent. Head over to Damien Powers' Insta. I'm pretty sure it's still up. Yeah. His uh stand up on it's fucking great. I personally, if you must know. I'd take the cooking show because at least you get to eat yum stuff. Ah, uh, do you have to say yum? Yeah. You, you reckon you'd have to say yum all the time? That was my audition, that one sentence. Fucking so gross. It's the worst. I'm the new Huey. Yeah. They're so, they're so fucking cheesy. I can't stand it. Um, even though I haven't met Ruby Tuesday Matthews, obviously, I feel like I know her, a bit like her 213K plus followers must feel. But I do wonder sometimes if any of her other big fans think, oh, shit, I've just, I've, I've just got the same matching designer pyjamas for myself and my kids. I've decked the house out with little wooden bowls full of fucking kumquats and various other trinkets she's been panhandling on Instagram. Just heard her talk for the first time. 
all those lifestyle and parenting tips I read from her, turns out she's a little bit thick. So she just stick to the pictures, some of these people. I don't know. She did throw her fellow models under the bus. So modelling industry and now influence industry, everyone loves the baggies. Like, come on, who doesn't love that? <laughs> Respect. If I were in the modelling industry or, furthermore, the Instagram industry, I would take offence at her roundly talking about everyone like that. Mm. Fucking not on. Pretty grim. But I did I did pop over, right, to the um to her management's page, the uh ministryoftalent.com. Great. Who represent Ruby Tuesday, among many other bright Australian flames, such as TAFE Dropout Media Personality and Brand Ambassador Nick Co. Um sorry, Roxy <laughs> Jasenko. <laughs> ministryoftalent.com. Yep. And it's a it's a good read. Do you think these are people that were fans of Ministry of Sound, Heggy, in the early two thousands, late nineties? I doubt it. They've got a very, they've got a very, very strong concentration on talent. I had a flick through the talent page, yeah, and immediately thought, I am out of the loop here. I don't recognise any faces, let alone names of people who clearly have talent. But then I don't really know anyone whose actual job is Bondi Beauty or the ultimate triple threat. But that's just me. Mate, I'm having a look on the Ministry of Talent.com. Uh, have you forgotten Shannon and Simon? They were the winners of the block in 2014. Funnily enough, yes. I forgot before I even remembered or knew. Anita Bergs, she's an organising, decluttering and property styling queen. Yeah. I mean, that's talent. Just just having a tidy up. Uh, there's a few mummy and lifestyle influences. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Just when I was about to give up hope myself, I thought I'd hold the phone. Ministry of Talent also has on its books pint-sized Instagrammer Hunter Curtis, who is evidently in possession of a lol, honesty, and contagious enthusiasm, and princess of Instagram Pixie Curtis, whose 100K followers can't get enough of her cheeky commentary. These two, they're the children of none other than than inside trader Oliver Curtis, (laughs) the lucky husband of SAS's very own Roxy Jasenko. Ah, that makes sense now. Your mate Roxy has thought, oh, pocket money, fuck off. You've got to earn it, you little turds. You're not going to be as skinny and nine years old forever. Make the most of it. Put on a bikini and I'll, I'll pop heaps of photos of you on the internet for money. Enjoy your childhood. <laughs> mate, there's one here. You've missed the triple threat. You're looking for talent, Heggy. Yeah. Someone here is a mummy influencer, fashion and lifestyle influencer, and a girl boss, which is like, <laughs> that's not your regular boss. That's a girl boss. Are they Are they three actual <laughs> threats? <laughs> That's that's incredible. I mean, I've you can book these people for fucking something. So everyone should pop over to Ministry of Talent, especially if you've what? got, if you've got three clo- three closely related disciplines of the arts that need threatening. Sorry, one bloke here. I've had to click on his thing. I'm not going to. I don't want to say his name, but his thing is the ultimate triple threat. I know. So I saw that. I don't know who it is either, but it says that's his title. That's his job title. The ultimate triple threat. You just think, oh, ooh, singing, dancing, and acting and getting a bit big for their boots. You can fucking hire someone to pop over and threaten all of them at once for you. Somebody here, their skill is just the modern-day gentleman. Oh, brilliant. What's he doing? Which the modern-day gentleman, based on this photo, is just a man that can keep white shoes clean while he's out and about. Well, he must just get paid to go and open doors for women. (laughs) Chivalry's not dead. Good work if you can get it. It's not dead. It's just fucking expensive now. It's got a few middlemen. What a group. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, we should get into the f- actual fucking incident here. We've been chatting talent and triple threats for a little long. If um, if you want to cast your mind back to twenty uh, fourth of October, twenty twenty, hot off the press, we're looking at Jetstar, right from Byron Bay to Sydney. Before we get ahead of ourselves here, Byron Bay Airport, that doesn't exist. It's Ballina with ideas above their fucking station. Um, <laughs> and what a shock that must be. This is obviously during the coronavirus pandemic when Qantas and Virgin weren't making those flights because there would have been people that have never even seen Jetstar before. They didn't even know orange and silver would be on a plane. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. Well, it's it's rather like Toowoomba saying we, we can take you to the rest of the world. No one's flying Byron Bay to fucking Milan. No, you're not. You're getting in a minivan with a fat bloke who still smokes in his car and you're driving to Ballina for 30 minutes trying not to run over any mobility scooters on the way. And then and then you're taking a budget airline to Sydney. Then you probably get another shuttle over to International, drag your bags from the bus stop to Counter J or K or something down the, and line up for two hours with the rest of us. Slippery old slap trying to glamorise Australia, isn't it? <laughs> fucking onto it. I know who you are. I am one. The difference, the difference between Ballina and Byron, they're worlds apart. So close. Yeah. But worlds apart. I don't know which I like less. Um, it's close. Like Ballina obviously doesn't have the natural beauty of Byron, but it does have more lunatics on mobility scooters in the fucking fast lane making a right turn on a highway than anywhere I've ever seen. <laughs> and driving up here, it's a, we- it's a weird spot. You know what? I've actually turned around and I don't blame Queenslanders anymore. I know Byron Bay is not Queensland, but it technically should be. Just give it up, New South Wales. Yeah, they'd do well to get rid of it. Um, it's not their fault. The The roads here are fucking insane. To have to you get onto an on-ramp, then it goes, you've got to be in the third lane from the left and then you get off and it goes, get into the far left lane. Yeah. Now veer <laughs> off here and get into the right lane. You go, well, no yeah. wonder people can't merge. <laughs> this is a fucking nightmare. It's only one way to, to drive up there, and that's with a healthy dose of Queensland spirit. <laughs> no one else can do it. Um, get you back to the wall, get into it. The, the king doesn't have trouble. Never seen Wally having, having trouble merging or getting across five lanes of traffic. So this Jetstar plane ride's had some mechanical issues and was delayed. So they've called the engineer and put out an announcement to all the people whose bags were already on the plane to hang around. The flight's delayed but don't leave the airport. Turned out the engineers had an absolute blinder, fixed it double time, everyone back on, we're out of here, where's Ruby Tuesday? So, oh, her? No. You know where she went? She left the airport, didn't she, to go and get a bite to eat? Yeah, she just ducked out to get herself some oysters. What's she supposed to do? She wouldn't have heard the latest announcement. She's not in the airport. Maybe she's over at the Big Brawn, which is now Bunnings, feeding her face while regular people wait in their small seats. I couldn't think of a worse pre-flight food to have than oysters. I can't, yeah. I, there's only one thing to me worse than eating in an airport, and that's eating in a restaurant near the airport. <laughs> you reckon she just went back to Byron, just hopped on the shuttle bus, make the quick 45-minute dash? I've, I've gone through the logistics. She can't have. Okay. Like, there's no. I've looked at where she might have gone. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen photos of Ruby Tuesday, and a lot of them, <clears throat> Excuse me, and the vast amount of seafood platters she's consumed in the past online. Uh, by the by, I reckon she might be allergic. Mouth and lip area, quite swollen. 
in all the shots. I'd stop eating shellfish if I were her. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be great to just find out it was all allergies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it only, only swell up in certain areas. Hey, hey, do any of you guys have peanuts around me? Yeah. <laughs> guys, I can't have any nuts. That's why my lips look like this. Yeah, it's, it's got peanuts. <laughs> Ruby Tuesday, she particularly enjoys natural and oysters, I mean, here. A bit, little bit of lemon, some Tabasco by the looks of it, or it could be sweet chilli, I don't know. Uh, she's not a fan of Kilpatrick, Ruby Tuesday, so it could have... It should have been a quick meal. Just give me the oysters. I'll shove them down my throat, straight back to the airport. I'll tell you how quick that meal should be. I'm just having a quick count here. One, two, three, four, six. It's your standard 12, yep. 12 oyster plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just do the maths. 12 seconds. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Headed back now. Well, during the International Federation of Competitive Eating, I think you'll find it's about half a second. <laughs> but they do eat them out of a jar, so slightly different. By the way, if uh, any listeners, if you're a fan of, there's a 30 for 30 documentary about the Nathan's Hot Dog Championship. Oh, yeah. And I didn't think, like I've seen some pretty crook shit on the internet. Nothing has made me feel more ill than watching (laughs) those guys smash hot dogs down at the pace they do. Yeah. Give me a beheading video any day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. At least you can. Puts a bit of a spring in your step. The hot dog thing, revolting. <laughs> Just Hard dipping buns work. in water. <laughs> oh, fuck. What a fucking – that's really thumbing your neck. Imagine poor people watching that going, fuck you, man. I'd love a hot dog for my family. And there you are, shoveling 50 down your throat in a minute. Well, that Kobayashi is fucking shredded. There might be something to it. Yeah? Who's that? Is that the, the little Japanese woman who does it? No, the bloke. Oh, it's a bloke? Yeah. How old? Oh, he'd be in his 40s now. Dead by 50, I reckon. <laughs> there's nothing in it. There is, there's no, that will, if that doesn't catch up with him, I'll eat my fucking shoes. There's no way you're doing that to yourself and fucking surviving past half a century and you don't deserve to. Just thinking about just the sheer level of preservatives in the buns and the hot dog. I know they say, all natural Nathan's hot dogs, but what is an all natural hot dog? What is natural? I have a mate of mine, Khalil, from high school, devout Muslim, and he'd eat hot dogs from the school canteen. And one of my mates said, man, you can't tell me there's not pork in here. And Khalil said, I don't even think Allah knows what's in this. Yeah. (laughs) You can't tell me there is. Yeah. (laughs) Prove me wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How many people do you reckon eat oysters regularly and go Jetstar? That's got to be a very small sample, yeah, of our society. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you've ne- that's a that's a photo that you've never seen is the the airport photo of the Jetstar boarding pass next to a plate of oysters. Oh yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. It's a rare combo. <laughs> that's as funny as a novelty T-shirt. That is. Um, they're all sitting on the plane, right? When Ruby Tuesday gets a phone call interrupting her oyster meal, and I dare say they're quite terse on the phone. They mustn't have known who she was, but um. She had, to, she had to leave a couple on the plate and get to the airport. And I've, I've looked into a few seafood eateries in the area, and I reckon she's gone to either Seven Mile Brewing Company, Bespoke Brewery, they could have had oysters on the menu that day, or she's gone to Piper's Catering, 15-minute walk slash three-minute drive. 
people like this don't make a habit of wasting their time walking anywhere, so it's only three minutes. And uh, conveniently located in an industrial estate right next door to a brothel. They do seafood. I don't think she would have done that, Higgy. And why would you even fucking ever bother walking if you just live like this? Smoked cigarettes, had long blacks and did coke, and then in between had the tapas. Woo! No need for walking. <laughs> no. Exercise sorted. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't know that she'd drive either, to be honest. She's probably a bit like you. Like, wouldn't drivers in it? Why would she? Why should she have to drive? What do you mean a bit like me? I'm fanging around, man. I've got a high Hyundai Elantra up here. 2005 model. Ruby Tuesday is probably younger than you were when you decided you needed to grow up and get a license. Yeah. 31, it was a bit late. Yeah, very. Um, 14 years. So... <laughs> Ruby Tuesday, right, she's, she's arrived back at the airport and everyone's sitting on the plane. And I don't know how they all knew she was eating oysters. There's only really one way. The pilots cranked up the tannoy and told them all. It's fucking brilliant. You got the video of when she got back on the plane? Yeah, this is everyone cheering and somebody takes a little dig. Another passenger takes a dig at her at the end. I <laughs> love as she walks past, just a, st- a stranger, some chick yells out, How are the oysters? How are the oysters? <laughs> How are the oysters? That's like, I mean, you can't you can't see this. It's either the person taking the video or their friend next to them doing that. It's pretty much the tongue under the bottom lip, isn't it? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what that sounds like. How are the oysters? Great. How are the oysters? <laughs> She's been, she's been videoed getting on there. It's so oh, good. She would That would have broken her. Her whole life is avoiding just people that fly Jetstar. Oh, yeah. And getting mocked. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, she she, she did say in her own words, you've, you've nailed it there. She said, I was met with some very personal comments when I got on the plane, such as being asked if I enjoyed my oysters. Look, I've said this before and I'll say it again. People must be sick of me saying this, in fact. When when you ask a model if she enjoyed her oysters, show some goddamn respect. They're special people, obviously. <laughs> and chucking a, a dozen R's in the word oyster, that's gaslight negging or something. So leave them alone. Well, she she was very upset. Here, This is a video she made afterwards. And I, I played a little clip of this at the start of the app. And it's just how she says airport annoys me so much. Heading back to the airport. Yeah, airport. 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 Jesus Christ. Airport. Yeah. It sounds oh, like you're, you're sitting on stop playing it. the end of a whoopee cushion. Airport. Airport. Don't. I'd play it at the end or something when I'm not listening. It's <laughs> fucking so, that is so bad. I, it's just Australians having airs about themselves. That just really fucking gets me. I, yeah. I can't stand it. I am one. I know the deal. I know what we are and it's fine. Yeah. I'm neither proud nor ashamed, but that is fucking not on putting on those accents and trying to be fucking high class. What, this? Yuck. Airport. Oh, <laughs> nah. It's over. That's, Don't. That's a, <clears throat> it's like uh, when we do the shows together, Heggy, Future Classics at uh, Fringe Festivals before our tours kick off, we do a joint show. And uh, a few times you've said, hey, man, do you, I'll, start, I'll go up first, you back announce. And I'll start, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nick Cody and Luke Heggie yeah. in future classics. Put you, and then you just punch me in the balls, and that's how I sound. Airport. Future classics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you give me a sack tap or fucking just wind me. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm introducing you, 
You're like, ah, yeah. oh, it's funnier. It's funnier if he doesn't get my name out right because he's yeah, it's hurting. A, it's the element of surprise. That's a, just a great time to punch people. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's over. I don't want to hear that again. But um, this will this will interest you and probably surprise everyone listening. Ruby Tuesday Matthews, she's also struggled with depression. So oh, you know what will sort that out? Begging people on the internet to judge what you look like in different items of clothing. That and a dozen oysters. That'll fucking send the black dog packing. <laughs> you know what would fix it for me? Smoked cigarettes, had long blacks and did coke and then in between had the tapas. How are you feeling bad after that? Yeah. I'll be on top of the world, baby. <laughs> Rack and tapas. And every day. That could that could go in your cookbook. Just a bloody that could be one of the you know, this is how you do it, everyone. All right, guys, go down the survey, get a packet of Winnie Reds, all right? Bring those back. Whip yourself up a jug of Nescafe. And yeah. <laughs> empty the bag out, <laughs> chop it up, do a line, punch a dart. Then get stuck into the ice cream you bought down the servo. That's what I call tapas. Oh, yeah. It's the think, Cornetto. Do you think it, tapas is just up to interpretation now, isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely anything you want. As long as there's an olive somewhere, you can call it tapas. <laughs> Gross. I went to Spain, didn't enjoy tapas, if I'm going to be honest with you. I'm more of a main meal man. Yeah, too small. Is that the main problem? I hate heaps of small things. Hate it. Do you? Just give me one big fuck off plate. What do you make of uh, like fun size hamburgers and the like that seem to be au fait for the last 10 oh, years? Sliders. Or so. Yeah. I also hate sliders. Make a decision and live with it. You know, when people are like, oh, it's great. You can have a bit of the chicken one, bit of the beef one, bit of the lamb one. Nah, just pick one, get a full one, live with your choice. Yeah. I, I don't like, uh, like child size food for adults. You go to fancy weddings and shit sometimes. That's what they've got. They're serving up mini, mini foods. Fucking not on. I just remembered. I think we had sliders at our wedding. Did you? I didn't have any. Maybe. I don't know. I might have picked a couple up and chucked them. We had film catering because Luch worked in, she's an actor and assistant director for years. She just hit up her mates who do catering. Yeah. Great. I can't remember. So obviously it wasn't bad. Yeah, neither can I. <laughs> Maggot. I fell asleep fully clothed. Like if you see photos of me in bed that night and photos of me reading my vows, dressed exactly the same to the shoes. Yeah, great. <laughs> Shirt still tucked in, asleep like a gentleman. <laughs> it's great that that's like literally a few hours after your wife gets a true fucking look at what her future holds. All women do. I gave it three years to figure out the very easy puzzle that is Nick Cody. Well, if you can't put <laughs> if you can't put it together in that time, that's on you. Well, imagine the ones who never lived together before they got married in that old fashioned insane. So, like, yeah, you, know, you get married ten hours later, your husband shit the bed or something. Yeah, oh, fuck, what have I done? And you think, well, that's life, love. That's how it works. All the old like Italian clubs and stuff, where you just see old blokes sitting around playing cards and, you know drinking coffee at 11 o'clock at night, it's not their fault. They didn't know who they were getting married to, sort of arranged. Yeah. And they're just meant to cop each other for 70 years. Fuck oh, that. Jesus. Where are the boys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least now, it's on you. If you make a mistake, you had more than enough time to figure it out. Yeah. Well, there's some on uh, <laughs> Ruby's, Ruby's marriage failed uh, quite early on. That's nothing I'd, I'd judge her on, but he was some sort of, like he had a, I read some article of theirs. I didn't even write anything from it. It's pretty grim. 
Um, he had a few few little, you know thoughts about Rocket and Mars in their future. But how proud her two children, Rocket and Mars, will be when they grow up and Google their mum. Although to be fair, I'm not really looking forward to that myself. Oh yeah, but there'll be no one yelling the word oysters at me on the internet. <laughs> Might be a video of me getting a shoe thrown at me or something, but it won't be fucking any oyster videos. George Bush style. Yeah, George W. Bush. Is that what you're expecting at these upcoming tour shows, having to dodge a bit of footwear? Oh, maybe, but only, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows in these modern times who's going to fight fascism with violence? And, you know, since words are weapons, we've all got to do something about it. Um, No, I haven't had a shoe thrown at me. I'm not anticipating it, but could do. Could happen. Who knows? Good for business, that sort of shit, what I've seen. Have a fight. I would love to see you coming out, turning that into you being a victim to try and sell tickets. What? Getting a shoe thrown at me, yeah. being literally a victim of violence. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't try to shift units off the back of it, but that's the only way someone's going to attack me is throwing something on stage. Someone storms the stage, they're getting a fucking mic, <laughs> mic stand base in the face before they get near me. Liverpool kiss or a Glasgow kiss. I got a lot of messages about that. A few angry Scots, Heggy. Oh, really? They're trying to... You're trying to appropriate their violence. Yeah, well, we referred to it. I got, because I was right. My mum's from Northern England, so she always called it a Liverpool kiss. Yeah. But I have also heard it referred to as a Glasgow kiss, and um, the Scots were a bit upset. Oh, okay. Well, as long as they're all proud of their violence over there in the British Isles, uh, I'm happy. They should try to. Fuck, that's know. changed, hasn't it? Scots sending emails. What's this about? Just punch me at the pub next time you see me. Yeah. I. Um... <laughs> More importantly, here though, I couldn't. I couldn't find. I looked at a few articles and stuff. It's not much. It's only had just happened, and that's about it. It's a bit of a flash in the pan. One news cycle, but I couldn't find one article that said goodbye Ruby Tuesday. What the fuck's happened to journalism in this joint? Can't even get a good pun tabloid article these days. Everyone's busy. Well, my favourite, the the Daily Mail. Their headlines now are just three full sentences. Yeah, yeah, they're good, but they're not. You know, there's no puns are gone. Which is, I've never liked puns, but in a newspaper, love them. That's where you have them. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. But the the Daily Mail headline: Jetstar takes a subtle swipe at entitled entitled Byron Bay model who held up an already delayed flight by leaving the airport to feast on oysters before slamming the airline on Instagram. Jesus Christ! Fuck, sorry, man. Ran out of breath. There were no commas or full stops there. That's sign of the times, man. That's just laziness. They haven't written a headline at all. They've just written the article and go, I'll just just stick it up to you know forty eight point bold and chuck it up the top, that'll do. Do some fucking work, youngsters. Well, goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. You heard it here, Heggy. We got it in. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Midfly Brawl. Thanks so much for listening and for telling your mates. Keep sending us messages, even if they're hurtful ones. Um, Heggy, LukeHeggy.com for your upcoming tour dates. Yeah. Newcastle Comedy Festival, actually, this weekend. Oh, fuck. How's this? Yeah, man. That's the that Newcastle and Sydney are the ones that I had to pull out. They were the last dates that I thought, fuck, I'll hold on, see what happens. And then eventually Victoria hadn't opened up the borders. And I thought, ah, you fuck, I've got to pull them and pulled the last dates. And three days later, they opened everything up. I would have just kept them in there, done it. Well, you can't do it if you can't get out or you can't get in. Well, you could have, though. You didn't think you could. And like a weakling, you've thought that everyone's going to have a Victorian attitude, which we don't down here. You could have come here. We could have recorded some fucking podcasts this weekend Fuck, God damn in it. Newcastle. God damn but it. Nah. 
There you are, flying straight over the top. Give me a wave. Uh, well, you come down to Melbourne now. I will. That's when I'll be back by the weekend. Well, I'm not coming on the. I'm not coming soon. Fuck that. But uh, I'll be there early next year. I oh, am. Yeah. This comes out on Thursday, so tomorrow night I'm at Good Chat Comedy Club. Here in Brizzy, um, get around that place. By the way, there's some fucking ripper rooms up here. Are you the resident comedian there now? You're there every week. I love it. Bloody great room. Yeah, I'd go all the time if I were there. It's only a couple blocks from my place. They do hot wings, and there's good people. They've even got a non-alcoholic beer there for me. Jesus Christ, Brisbane's changed. It's gone down a little little bit in my uh, estimation very recently. But uh, other than that, really good place. Get down there. Good comedy. Not many days to go until I'm back on the proper ones. At the Nick Cody on Instagram, at Heggy Luke on Instagram. Um, again, thanks for all your messages, and we'll see you next week. See you, mate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 